talking this summer about living our best life here on the Such Things podcast. Everybody's talking about living your best life. Hashtag living your best life. Last time we learned that just having a positive intention to live your best life does not exempt you from storms, does it? Like the apostles out there on the lake. You know, just because Jesus is in the boat doesn't mean you won't get swamped by a squall every once in a while. Storms do come. The struggle is real, y'all. The danger is real. Storms come. So pack an umbrella. We can pray and hope and plan for summer sun, but it might storm instead. So you better strap on your galoshes. Let's gird up our faith. Take your rain boots and go dancing in the rain. We can still live our best life and be singing in the rain. But that type of faith, that attitude, it doesn't come easy, does it? Let's see what else this story from the boat has to teach us about how to respond to the storms that try to rain on our parade and keep us from living our best life. We're back in Luke chapter 8, just reading again verses 22 to 25. One day, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the, and the water, and they obey him. All right, today's talk, I call this screaming or sleeping. Screaming or sleeping. Jesus and his disciples found themselves here in the exact same situation. They were in the same boat. They were in the same storm, going through the same conditions. But they had a completely different response. They're screaming, he's sleeping. Let's talk about this today, guys. The Bible says in Psalm 46, verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. See, Jesus apparently knew how to be still and ride out the storm without losing his head. Sometimes I think we're we're praying and screaming so much, Master, Master, you know, asking God to remove or end a situation. When perhaps what we need to ask for is the strength to get through the storm, the faith to rise above it. You know, I um, I get motion sickness sometimes when I go on airplanes, um, and I and I especially hate like turbulence. Um, I, I'll I'll just say this: uh, those little vomit bags that, that are in front of you on the seats that most of you have never you know paid much attention to, they work. 
Okay, I'll just let you know they they they, they do achieve the purpose. I, I I'll just go ahead and let you know that I've tested them out for you. <laughs> I was on a flight one time. I believe I was heading to Mexico back in the '90s. I was a teenager going on a missions trip. And um, this is, you know, back in the day, they would still like bring you out a, a nice hot lunch if your flight was long enough. So they, they brought out our lunches and I'm like, all right, uh, you know, I'm eating. And all of a sudden the plane just hits this pocket of turbulence and the plane like drops. I mean, I don't know how much altitude we lost, but it felt you know, like we dropped a hundred feet in the sky because let me just tell you, like, like, our lunches, some of our lunches were no longer on the trays. They they were they they were painting the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> like it was that it was crazy. And, and I, I hate that. It oh my I, I get sick. I get and I start to get I start sweating, you know. And uh it's not that I'm afraid really of being on a plane. I just get sick. You know, sometimes you're 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 actually when you're taking off, there's like a, a storm. And you're like, is this, Captain, is this safe? Like, should we be taking off right now? I mean, it's raining. But then the, the, the plane, what happens, you know? The, the, the plane takes off and it rises up and it breaks through those storm clouds. And what happens? I remember being, I've been shocked before. Like you break through the clouds and up above the clouds, it's sun and peace. And it's like happy, like a beautiful day, summer day. There's no storm up there. There's a storm raging below. Sometimes you just got to rise up above the storm in your heart. Rise up in faith. Find that place where you can be like Jesus. Be still in your soul at rest. Even as the storm is raging below. That's what Paul did. Remember last time we talked about Paul, Brother Paul, Apostle Paul, in prison. And, and he writes the, the, the letter to the Philippians. It's like one of the most joy-filled, faith-filled books of the Bible. He's, he's just rejoicing through the whole book, singing in the rain, dancing in the puddles. And he says in Philippians 2.13, he says, it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good, his good purpose. God works in you to will, to act. See, he realized this, that, that, that God was strengthening him, working in him to will, to, to, to strengthen his will, so that he could act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Paul knew this. God is strengthening you. Maybe not to remove the storm, but to take you through the storm. Paul rose above it until God brought him out of it. Isaiah says in Isaiah 26, verse 3, he says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. You know, I, staying in perfect peace... <laughs> Uh, I'm still learning this one. See, I think sometimes we let just like a little rain shower. I mean, it's not even like a, a full-blown storm. We just let a little rain shower steal our peace, rob our faith, 
and keep us from living our best life for God. Trusting in God. I, you know, I struggle with this. Sometimes I just, I, I find myself, even this week, there's been some moments I've been like, whoa, why am I, I'm like losing my peace over this thing that's not worth it. I've been like trying to fix my sprinkler system and trying to like, you know, take care of some, you know, stuff around the house. We're going out on some trips this summer and I'm trying to get, get stuff in order, you know, some car trouble, you know, all the stuff. And then just something will kind of go wrong. Something that's not according to plan. It's, it wasn't on my to-do list. It's, it's an inconvenience. Maybe it's an annoying person <laughs> or an angry person or a difficult child <laughs> or, or a bad driver or just some, I get some poor service at a business. And I'm like, what? Why do you treat me like this? This is a business. Don't you want my business? You know, or maybe it's a news story. You know, or, or something in politics. We just had some elections this week. And, you know, oh, I'm not going to lie. This one guy won and I wanted this other guy to win. And, you know, I, and something happens in my day. And, and all of a sudden, like, I'm not in peace. Like, I, I'm like, man, I just had a quiet time like an hour ago. But now I'm like mumbling terrible things under my breath. You ever catch yourself? You're like, say something, you know, guys, when you're out in the garage and, and, and you say something, you're like, oh, I hope no neighbors were out in the front yard, you know, like, and then you realize, oh God, you heard that. I'm so sorry. You know, but, but it steals my peace, takes me out of a place of faith. I'm not living my best life. I, how can I, how can I live as a light for God when this is happening? This isn't even a major storm. We need to stay in peace. We need to have that let it go attitude. Oh, didn't you get so annoyed by that song, you know, a few years ago? Let it go, let it go. And amen, good song. But sometimes we, we got to take that to heart. We got to let it go. You know, we got enough real storms that, that, that do come to our boat, to our life. So don't get so, oh, so upset about the small stuff or the political stuff. We got to rise above the storms. We got to buckle up for the real turbulence because it's coming. Look what the apostle says in Luke 8, in verse 24. The disciples went and woke him. You just imagine, they're shaking Jesus. He's like, what, what, what? You know, he's like, he's out. And they say, master, master, we're going to drown. We're going, we're go. okay. We're just, they're just stating it. We're going to drown. This is going to happen. I've been helping my, my youngest son, Isaac, uh, with this lately. He, he'll he say things like, oh, this is going to happen. I'm like, whoa, 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 is this going to happen? See, they expected the worst. They were expecting it. Jesus is sleeping. Clearly, he had a very different expectation for that, that boat journey. They were prophesying doom. Jesus was practicing his faith, literally in his sleep. <laughs> What are you expecting? You know, this summer, you, you got some family coming in town. You got a family trip. What are you expecting? I mean, yeah, I think we need to be prepared for, for turbulence, but but they thought they were going to drown. Like, oh, it's going to be terrible. You know, that, 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 that like worst case scenario thinking. See, what you expect changes what you what you think. And then what you think changes what you say. We're going to drown. And what you say changes how you behave. And believe it or not, listen to this. It even changes how others around you behave. Back in 1986, 
there was a Red Sox first baseman named Bill Buckner. I was only six years old. Some of y'all remember this. His error, crucial and really unforced error in the 1986 World Series, it, it lost the Red Sox. You know, more or less, it, it eliminated them from the World Series. Um, it, it cemented the, the curse of the Bambino in Red Sox lore. But, but let me tell you this. Here's what happened. Twelve days prior to that fateful night, Bill Buckner self-prophesied what, what happened. He was being interviewed. There's, there's footage of this. He said, you know, the worst thing would be to lose the game and, and lose the World Series by letting a grounder go through my legs. And guess what happened? That's exactly what he did. We're going to drown. He's like we, we we sometimes we we expect it. We speak it. We'll talk more about that next time. By the way, he was a great player. Like a, he was a very good player. He he ended up getting run out of Boston and went and lived out his days on you know on a ranch in Idaho somewhere. I mean, the poor guy. What are you expecting? Are you Bill Buckner? We're going to drown. Really, guys? We're going to drown? Did they drown? No. We're going to drown. False. False, Dwight Schrute says. False. They did not drown. Jesus was in control. Even as he was sleeping, God was in control. We're going to go more into this in our next podcast. You gotta, we need to change our expectation. You know, we need to be expecting, guys. This is what I wanna leave you with. We need to expect, hear me out, we need to expect God's goodness to come. Just, just look at this positive affirmation. This is a, you know, we're talking, you know, in the book of Psalms, verse 27, verse 13. David says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm confident of this. He's stating his faith. This is positive, like faithful self-talk. I am confident of this. You know what I'm confident of? You know what I'm expecting? I expect to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I expect that though I'm in this storm right now, Jesus is in this boat. This is Jesus' boat. I'm in his boat. He will get me to the other side. And even if we drown, he'll get me to the other side, to heaven. See, David did not, was speaking words of faith. Don't prophesy your own doom and gloom with your faithless expectations. David is stating his faith. God's goodness will come. I expect it. I'll see it. Have we forgotten? I don't know what storm you're going through. And I don't want to minimize what you're going through. But have we forgotten who we got in this boat with? Jesus can calm the storm. And even if he doesn't, he will get you 
to the other side of this storm one way or another. So keep expecting the goodness of God. Keep expecting it. Every day, look for the goodness of God. Seek it out. Expect it. It's there. God is there. Jesus is in the boat. Come back next time. Let's learn about speaking to our storms. And in the meantime, by faith, let's live our best life this summer. Stay. A God is good, His name is great, hallelujah.